Hi, this is Jess Adnich from Tampa, Florida with Design Pod Studio and Fuzzy Sharks. This is the BizFire Business Spotlight. Welcome to the BizFire Business Spotlight, where we are putting amazing small businesses right in the spotlight. We're helping them tell their story, tell why they're special, and hopefully we're going to help them ignite their results. I am your host, Jim Cermak. Really excited to have you here today. You know, every time I have the honor to interview another entrepreneur, another small business owner, I am constantly blown away at the vision the hard work they put in, and the talent that is out there. And that those three things just really, really encapsulate my guest today, who I am so pleased to introduce to you. I want you to welcome Jess Adnich. Jess is an alumna of the Cleveland Institute of Art, having studied industrial and graphic design. She is the founder of Design Pod Studio, which is an untraditional creative agency, and she's going to have to explain the untraditional part to us. And also, she is the founder of Fuzzy Sharks, which is a nonprofit for shark conservation. So very cool. She has worked with Vitamix and Hasbro Nerf and spent six years leading the design and marketing at Mace, the, the self-defense company. So she's got some great experience with big brands and now has her own small studio and really excited to bring her on. Jess, welcome to the BizFire Business Spotlight. Say hello to all the listeners out there. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I am so happy you agreed to come on because I really want I want people to hear all the, the amazing things you're doing and and I want to hear some about your journey because it is really, really powerful uh, what you've done. So why, let's go back to let's go back to the start of uh, at Design Pod Studio. Uh, but even before that, you've worked with some big brands. So tell us a little bit about about your background and how you got started with Design Pod. Yeah, of course. Well, um, and first of all, I want to thank you for having me on. This is quite an honor. Um, I love your podcast, and it's great to be able to take the time and, and do this with you today. Well, thank you. Of course. Um, in terms of my background, as you had nicely introduced me, I'm an alumnus of the Cleveland Institute of Art, and I originally had gone there to study automotive design. And I did that for a semester, and after that, I had realized, you know, this isn't really what I wanted to do. So I finished the year in industrial design. And at the end of that year, I realized still not what I really want to do. I realized that I was designing stuff that was not really going to, I mean, it could make a difference in the world, but it was going to ultimately probably end up in a landfill. And that I wanted to use my creative powers for good, if you will. <laughs> I ended up switching to sculpture, not knowing at all what I was going to do. And I made a lot of really, really bad art, but that's part of the process. <laughs> and through that, ended up oddly started sewing sea creatures. I one day, um, out of you know being in art school and being kooky, decided that I wanted to sew myself a pet, and so I went to the store with my very good time with the friend Meg, and I said, "Okay, I'm going to sew a bubble eye goldfish." And I bought a bunch of fabric. I had no idea, you know, m most of it was prom silk type fabric, and hand sewed a bubble eye goldfish. And from that, I ended up sewing a bunch of different sea creatures. And it led to a lot of research, and my thesis from CIA actually ended up being on shark conservation. So uh, shark conservation at the Institute of Art, 
Yes. <laughs> that is, I'm, I'm sure that is not the, their typical topic <laughs> that they get, a, get for a thesis. No, it, it really isn't, especially being that Cleveland is on the lake and the lake is, doesn't have any sharks in it. So I it definitely was very out of the blue. But for me, ever since I was little, I've always had this calling to the water and loved, you know, swimming and going to the lake and the beach and sea creatures have always just been a huge passion of mine. And after doing all the research I had and, and seeing the terrible things that are happening in our oceans and to our sea creatures and ecosystems, it just, it resonated with me that I just felt like I had to, this was my spot that I had to do something to help the environment. So incredibly cool. And, and I love that you have a cause and a, and a reason behind it because I, I, I just find a lot of people are, are searching for that, but you have it locked in. You have wanting to help the oceans, the ecology and specifically sharks. And, and, but, and I want to dive into fuzzy sharks later in the interview yeah. if you if we can yeah, uh, but, but let's talk about a little bit more about your journey towards design pod you a couple of big names that you've worked with vitamix and and nerf for with this, uh, which is a hasbro brand and then uh with the the self-defense industry at mace uh so Explain some of you, some of the positives and what the experience that you took away, some of the real positives of working with some of these big brands that you bring to what you do every day at DesignPod. I would say that the positives with working with each of those companies was the experience in the different sectors and with a product line and such a large brand you know, you don't get any, get any better training with a brand and how to manage it and design with it than working with large, large brands like that. Um, I got to work with some really, really great individuals and being able to, to be with such caliber brands and individuals at a young age, I think really helped mold me and, and make me the good designer that I am today. Very cool. So much of what you've been doing has been in the in the design space. Uh, you've done packaging design, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, a lot of packaging design, and it's it's interesting because I had mentioned that I my thesis was on shark conservation, but when I had switched from industrial design to sculpture, I realized that I needed kind of a backup plan. That shark conservation, ocean conservation, especially in the art world, is very rare, and that I should have something that I would be able to bring some income with. So with that, I ended up getting graphic design internships, which then led me to getting jobs with Vitamix and Hasbro and Mace. That has been very, very helpful. Having worked at big companies and at small, I know that there's positives of working with each one, but there's something special about being at those big companies because of the brain power and the creativity and, and all the resources that small companies just don't have access to. That is such valuable experience that you were able to bring forward uh, and now are able to give it to your clients today. So at some point you had the, the epiphany and you said, I want to be on my own. <laughs> and that is a leap that I think a lot of people can relate to, but not a lot of people do. So explain, uh, why is it that you wanted to have your own uh, design studio? Yeah. So to your point, you know, working at big agencies or, or big companies versus small, there's benefits and negatives to both. And having bounced around the corporate world for 
over a decade, I had learned a lot, but also realized, you know, some things that I didn't really care for. And I, after spending six years at Mace, I had, I felt like I had almost peaked, you know, as a designer and I'd done a lot of really great things, but all along, I'd always wanted to have my own company and have my own vision and lead a team. And it was the beginning of 2018 that I kind of got that bug in me. And I'm the type of person that once I decide something and I know it in my gut and my soul, like, that's it. Like, done deal. It's happening. <laughs> so I ended up spending some time kind of, I think, in my subconscious marinating on it. But it wasn't until the end of 2018 that I kind of really pulled the trigger. And I ended up, it was a trip to Las Vegas. And I had in within 24 hours kind of really decided that I was going to resign. And in the cab, on the way to the airport with my CEO and boss, I just kind of word vomited to him, hey, what do you think about me resigning and Mace becoming my first client? And I said, you know, don't just, just think about it. Let me know Monday. And I walked in Monday and he said, you know, it's a great idea. Let's draft up a contract. And next thing I know, I was on my way to starting my own company. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Because I, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of CEOs I don't know if they would be that positive about, about their, their, uh, their chief designer and marketer just going off on their own. So good for you to, to have that situation. Good for him to have the vision and saying, I could still, we could still do this. I'm still, I'm not losing the talent, but I'm, I'm going to have someone who's still going to be able to, uh, to help us out to still lead our charge here and, uh, and go out on our own and, and uh, achieve those dreams. So fantastic. Well, it's a great way to start your career uh, on your own with a big client as your first client. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And I, it was one of those things that I think the stars kind of aligned for me. And I personally believe that there's a path and, you know, I have a, a trail and a journey lined up for me and things just kind of aligned and it all worked out, which was really, really great. And that's awesome. That's awesome. I love, I love your path. I love your journey. And like I said, I think there's probably a lot of people listening right now that say, oh, I would love to, to have a plan like that. Go to my boss and say, hey, you know what? I'm quitting and I'm doing my own thing, but you're still going to pay me. <laughs> you're still going to, you know, but, uh, but just to have, to have that kind of confidence that says, I'm going to do this. This is what I need to do. And, and you're not just, made a career change you made a move because you you were in you said you were in cleveland went to cleveland institute of art and where is design pod located today um i am now in tampa florida and i've made probably in the last three years of my life i joke that i've gone through like an early midlife crisis but i think that we all kind of get to the point where we realize you know, what's going on in our lives and what we want out of life. And I think that's what happened to me. You know, the, the stir crazy of I'm not feeling fulfilled in my life boiled over to the point of uncontrollable action. (laughs) (laughs) Although yes, it's very brave to do it, but I was terrified. There were many days of, did I make the wrong decision? You know, you, you cry, you do work and then you cry again and then you go to sleep and you wake up and you do it again, just thinking, okay, what did I do? But no, I can do this. And I think that's a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners go through that struggle, that push and pull of um, whether or not it was a good choice. But I can definitely say today, 110%, it was the right call. And if I had to do it over again, I would. Um, And that's the same thing with moving to Tampa. I ended up the middle of last year deciding that 
I was once again in a spot of, you know, what am I doing? I, I still have goals and dreams in my life and I don't think I'm going to achieve them being in Ohio. So I sold my house and within a few months ended up picking a city. I'd never been to Tampa before. I made a list of criteria that I wanted in a place to live and picked Tampa and drove down here with my puppy and a friend that helped me move. And here I am. <laughs> wow. I love that. Just love it. You went after it. You said, hey, what's important? What's important to me? And everyone listening, I want you to take note. What is important in your life? What are the dreams that you're suppressing? And why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Obviously, there's, for a lot of us, there's a lot of very good reasons. You have different priorities. You have different responsibilities. But if you keep putting it off, you may never do it. Take the leap. Take the leap. Take, take some notes from what Jess did. And it's not for everybody, but don't put off your dreams forever because you may never have that opportunity. Uh, they say, yeah. uh, uh, I just heard someone say there, it's an old uh, proverb that two, the two best times to plant a tree, first best time is 20 years ago. Second best time is today. Yeah. So do it. Just go for it. Don't, don't waste more time. So Jess, let's, let's come to today. Tell us more about Design Pod Studio and why is it untraditional? I love that word. <laughs> Thank you. Well, when I had created the company and what I wanted it to, to be in the makeup, it was untraditional. But now that we are living in COVID times, it's actually the norm. When I had resigned from Mace, I decided that I wanted to pull together some of the best designers that I knew. And some of them had their own gig going, some were working full time, but they were really awesome at what they did and they were go-getters. And to me, after being in the corporate world, as long as I, I had been, I'd seen a lot of these agencies that you know had overhead of you know hundreds of dollars for an office and but doesn't make the work necessarily any better you know i could pull together an excellent team and not have to have an office and so at that you know we deemed it untraditional but nowadays everybody's kind of working from home but it benefits us because we can offer our clients extremely good quality work they get to work with the team that they meet uh, we don't outsource anything overseas and they you know get prices that are competitive with other agencies, if not lower. So it really is the best of, of all worlds. So smart. So smart to do it that way. And, and the fact that you have a team that is working together. And so before all this happened with COVID and, and people working from home, you figured out a team that can work together, can work remotely. You didn't just throw it together because of some, because of a pandemic, <laughs> for example, a pandemic. Uh, so this is, so you have a team that already works well together. That is a key, key point and a strength. Uh, sounds like that would be a strength of yours to be able to offer to your clients. So fantastic. So what, give, uh, give some examples of some of the services that you offer. You, you mentioned design, but uh, for those that are listening that might, that are trying to wrap their head around design, open that up for us. What is exactly is design? What does that cover? Yeah, of course. For us, when, um, in terms of design, we do everything from print and web design. So marketing, collateral, we do branding, you know, logo concepts to final, uh, flyers, business cards, 
display assets. And then for web, we do websites, social media graphics, um, really anything and all in terms of print and web design. Uh, we also do packaging design. We have a really awesome stellar guy on the team that does app design. He works for NASA and ended up winning a huge award for an app that he designed for them recently. So the team is really, really stellar and we're very nimble and can do very good quality work. Sounds like a great breadth of experience, my gosh. Uh, and to have an app designer right on, on staff, and especially one that is as, as accomplished as that, working with NASA, fantastic. That's, that's just outstanding. So, so Jess, who is a good customer for DesignPod? What, what, is there a certain size of, of company that you're looking for? Any industries that you specialize in? What, what makes a great, if someone's out there listening, who do you, who should call you? Yeah, I would say that right now our sweet spot of customer and that is best for working with us are anyone from startup businesses, you know, single owned entrepreneurs up to small to medium sized companies. Right now, what I'm finding is that, especially because of COVID, but even before that, that a lot of companies either don't have an in-house marketing and design team or they're outsourcing it and they're paying a lot, a lot of money for these large agencies on retainer, which is great. You know, there's tons of agencies out there that do amazing work, but sometimes the budget doesn't allow for that. And I pride ourselves on working with budgets with people, you know, obviously, you know, things take time and that costs money. But at the end of the day, we, the mission of design pod studio is to be able to help other businesses succeed so that the community can succeed you know, it, all tides rise, all ships. And I really, truly believe that. So at the end of the day, we really like working with people that are passionate about their business, that are go-getters, that are open to new ideas, that want to listen to what we have to say. And we do the same with our clients. You know, we love it when they're passionate about what they do. And it's a nice, it really is, you know, I hate saying clients because I see it more as a partnership, that we're in it together. You know, I can certainly, we can teach someone how to, you know, will design a flyer template and they can lay it out themselves. But if at the end of the day, if they want us to do that for them, we can, but no matter what we do, what works best for their budget, their business and their team setup. That's outstanding. You're to have that partnership to come in it with, come into it with that mindset that, Hey, we are partners on, on this, on these projects together. We want you to succeed. And that is just an outstanding way to, to come in and look at that. So, Anyone that's listening, and there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there, a lot of smaller businesses that they don't have, they don't have the money, they don't have the staffing capability to bring on a full-time marketing uh, person, a full-time designer. This is where you need to reach out to someone like Jess, because a lot of entrepreneurs may think that they know how to do marketing and they might be, be good at it, but now you're splitting up your time and entrepreneurs, the best thing that they do is they represent their company and they grow their company. Reach out and give yourself the look, the branding, the design to make sure that you can go forward and really represent what, who you are as a company. And that's where Jess and design she's got an amazing, amazing staff. And I know I was on her website earlier, so you could check out who her staff is, who the, the other designers are on her team. 
just amazing, amazing work that they do. So thank you, Jess, for, for sharing that with us, giving us a better picture of uh, DesignPod. Now let's go back to what you mentioned at the beginning. Let's talk sharks. <laughs> let's talk sharks. Yeah. Now, I know where fuzzy sharks came from, <laughs> where the term came from, because I did a little little digging but share everybody share with everybody what fuzzy sharks is and why the name yeah it is it's a name that when i say it and i tell people they look at me like they've just heard something really really high pitched but <laughs> it comes from i had created a installation piece and it was a series of large sewn fuzzy stuffed sharks and the idea comes from the idea of this concept where we pay attention and care for things that are cute. And if we do that, then they're more likely to, to survive. And so, you know, what if sharks were fuzzy? We have all of these foundations for koala bears and polar bears and, you know, panda bears, but what about sharks? Sharks are very frightening. They look scary and they're not as cute and cuddly, but they are an apex predator and they are crucial to our ecosystem. So Fuzzy Sharks is all about rethinking how we view sharks. And in the ocean conservation world, there's many ways of talking about conservation and, and creating interest in it, but people learn in a lot of different ways. And so I had started this actually at the end when I graduated and I had called it Ocean Four and explains how long ago it was, because at that time they had deemed there were four oceans. They've now changed that. I decided to rebrand to something that was more original and would work obviously in SEO terms and be rememberable. You know, people remember fuzzy sharks when they hear it. And so fuzzy sharks is all about edu educating people through art on conservation, which is I feel a great way because a lot of people, you can tell them, you know, sharks are important. You should care about sharks, but they don't really get it. Um, if they see a 10 foot long white fuzzy shark that looks like a panda bear, they all of a sudden like the aha moment goes on. They're like, oh, I get it. And I think that that can be a really powerful thing for ocean conservation and our world. How cool is that? How I love, I love the, the idea of fuzzy sharks and, and you're taking something that is so important. And unfortunately, sharks through movies that started back in the 1970s, got a pretty bad rap <laughs> as, yeah. as let's be a very, very afraid of sharks. And, and I'm not saying that I would be real comfortable swimming with sharks, but they are important to the ocean. They are important to the life, ocean life and the, the ecosystem. And that is really what, what it's all about. That is really where, where your messaging is. So yeah. tell us about some of the things that Fuzzy Sharks is doing and how about something surprising about Tampa that the, you found out after the fact of moving there? Yeah, so I am working on, I had kind of put fuzzy sharks in my ocean work on the back burner between, you know, graduating and a few years after to recently, because I was in the corporate world and I was really focused on getting my career to a certain point, which was very successful. You know, obviously now it worked out. Um, but now I'm at a point where, okay, I can re-engage. And that was one of the reasons that I moved to Tampa was that I wanted to be in a city and an area that conservation was part of the conversation, no matter where you went. You know, you go to restaurants and they don't give you straws for your drink because they're, they're aware of the effects on water around us. And so I'm working on new lines of artwork and some new products. 
And when I got down here, which I'm actually embarrassed to even say that I wasn't even aware of it, but Tampa has an event every year called SharkCon. And this year is going to be the seventh year and they're doing it virtually because of COVID, but it's still going to be a really great event. And obviously next year it'll be in person and it's going to be even bigger and better. And I'm very, very excited to be a part of it and be in the conversation with other people that I've been kind of viewing from afar and idolizing and following all these years in Ohio, I'm now able to connect with them and, you know, be right there in the thick of it now being down here in Florida, which is awesome. That is awesome. I love, I love stories like that where it's just serendipity just happens to be a co just a coincidence yeah. that this city you've never been to that you pick to move to just happens to have probably the largest shark conference <laughs> anywhere. And you happen to have a uh, conservation uh, organization all around sharks. So how cool is that? Tell us what is next for Fuzzy Sharks and is there any way that our listeners could become involved or help out in any way? Yes, definitely. Um, you can follow Fuzzy Sharks on Facebook and Instagram at fuzzy underscore sharks. And right now I'm in the process of pulling together um, a Kickstarter program, which I'll just leave that tidbit there and uh, if you follow us on social media, you can see the actual details of when we launch it. But I'm very excited to be working on that and pulling that together in the meantime. Nice. So I will definitely be able to be uh, putting links to all of Jess's contact information or websites for both Design Pod Studio and Fuzzy Sharks in the show notes. So just click on the show notes button and you'll be able to see all of that. But uh, Jess, do you have any, I mean, you've, you've done so much. It, as at a young age, you've done so much, you've accomplished so much, you are doing so much, which is so amazing. Do you have any pro tips for our listeners, things that will help them out? Yeah, I and thank you for that. It's been an intense road and I certainly, you know, life, well, as they say, you make plans and, and God laughs. And I think that I have given him many, many chuckles over the years because I <laughs> think that I have this masterful plan and, and life throws me something, but I do feel that he's got me on the right path. And I would say that follow your gut. You know, that's been the one thing that has gotten me where I am today, whether it was the smallest thing in an interview or making the right call on a job or saying the right thing to the right person. I've just always been true to myself and honest to my personal moral and ethics and gut. And I think that that is incredibly important. You know, the minute that you stray from that, I think that, you know, you're not being your authentic self. And the minute that you are living your authentic self and authentic life, you know, things just, they work out. You know, I'm not saying it's been easy because it has been, whew, it has been a roller coaster but the amazing times make up for those rough times and you got to get through those rough waters to get to the flat, beautiful glass ocean top. I like how you made the ocean reference there. That was very nice. <laughs> I had to. I had to. <laughs> that is so great. Just follow your gut, follow your instincts, listeners, and, and go for it. Go for it. Don't, don't procrastinate because like we said, the best time to plant a tree is today plant that tree and plant those seeds for your dreams. Do something today. It, it's even the smallest of things, you know, whether it's that you want to take a class or you want to learn something new or cook a new meal, it doesn't have to be something super big and crazy. Just, 
you know, making sure that you tick off those little boxes of things that you want to do that make you who you want to be. Great advice. Such great tips. And you know, we all do things that, that don't get us anywhere that, uh, you know, there's only so much Netflixing and chilling that we can do. That's not really getting us forward. So maybe turning the TV off, like just said, take a class. There's so many things available online learn, pick up a book. Hey, there's an old school thing for you. Pick up a book, do something to, to learn, to put yourself forward, to get yourself closer to your dreams. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. So Jess, to, as you know, to be on the BizFire Business Spotlight, uh, you got to bring a special offer for the listeners. So what do you have for our listeners today? Yes, I have a free consultation with myself that um, if you are interested in getting some advice, um, you have some questions about marketing or branding, um, every, you can get a free one hour consultation with myself for that. Wow, that is, that's awesome. A free one hour consultation. Everybody, if you're an entrepreneur and you've been a little frustrated with maybe my marketing's not working or I'm not crazy about it, get over to just, just no risk. Go over to Jess's website, see the work that, that she and her team do. She knows her stuff. She's got the, the background with some amazing large brands in a full hour. Oh my gosh, that is really, really outstanding. So thank you, Jess, for offering that to the listeners and everyone who's listening, take her, take her up on that. <laughs> so what is the best way for them to get in touch with you? The best way would be to email me with the subject line, bizfire. And you can email me at jess at designpod.studio. And your, and your website is? Designpod.studio. All right. Okay. So does, go to designpod.studio. Do it now. So check out her work and then email Jess. Put BizFire in the subject line and you get that free consultation with her. So she'll be able to talk to you about what you've tried, hasn't worked, maybe some new ideas, be able to brainstorm a little bit, pick her brain, take advantage of this. She is amazing, amazing, does amazing work, has great vision. And also check out Fuzzy Sharks. You're going to love what she's doing. You're going to love her vision. I'm sure there's people already there going, oh my gosh, that is so amazing. I want to become part of that. So please reach out to her and see how you can help out. And again, I will have links to her websites, to her, all of her uh, uh, social media accounts, as well as her phone numbers to get in touch with, with uh, Jess for either Design Pod or for Fuzzy Sharks. So Jess, thank you so much for coming on, sharing so much of your amazing, wonderful story. I love the leaps that you've taken. I love the advice and the wisdom that you've shared from your journey along the way. And I love just being able to meet people like you who are just doing great work and taking a chance and helping other other companies that are looking for great priced design work and also helping our, our ecology, our ecosystem as well. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And, and same to you. I mean, what you're doing is really amazing. Bringing um, people like myself and other entrepreneurs to light. That's, that's a great thing for our community, you know, on, on many levels. So thank you for what you do. And um, I love the podcast and I'm so, so happy to be on. <laughs> thank you. Of course. Oh my gosh. That's now, now you're making me blush. All right. <laughs> Good thing this is not on uh, video. So <laughs> I'm going to put out there for, if you enjoyed this podcast, I'm featuring so many other amazing small businesses and entrepreneurs 
and just bringing them to light, like Jess said. And if you have a small business or you know a small business, you're like, oh my gosh, they would, I would love to hear their story. Get over to our website, IWantTheSpotlight.com. It's IWantTheSpotlight.com. Check out all the stuff, all the things that that we do for you, uh, beyond just getting on your on the podcast. But uh, we'd love to feature you and your story. So thank you, Jess. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will see everybody next time right here in the spotlight. Do you know an amazing small business that would like to share their story and be on the Bizfire Business Spotlight podcast? Get over to IWantTheSpotlight.com and register today.